Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Emily Bundin from the Knox County Public Library joins us this segment. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Of course, it's a Friday, which means it's a book sale Friday. It's a big one, too. Plus, all sorts of kitchenware from the Fortnightly and a Christmas ornament sale. All right, now... Let me ask you, and this might be putting you on the spot, and I don't yeah, mean to. Yeah. Is this the last book sale of the year? No. Okay, all right, all right. We have two more after this. Okay, don't we, I thought we took the whole... We used to run, we used to just run through October, but we're doing bonus sales. Oh, wow. <laughs> already being We just positive. received so many donations okay. from generous people. Okay, good. All right. Well, strike that. There's more to come, but this sounds like a good one today. Yes. Big sale. Good. I've, I've been there and um, lots and lots of uh, wonderful brand new books, fiction, nonfiction, children's books, cookbooks, and then all the kitchenware mm-hmm. that we're selling. China, uh, there's some beautiful uh, blue and white uh, china, some uh, glassware, uh, cookware. And then in the main library, we have some wonderful Christmas decor that was donated by two generous local citizens. Good, good. So you could call it uh, Christmas in October. Hey, we will. Hallmark's doing it right now. Yeah. They're playing Christmas movies, so why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's always yeah, we fun. have some Christmas music playing. Do you really? Yeah. No, no, there's nothing, On our sound system. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So, all right. So, so it's a big theme. A lot of things going on at the yeah, book sale. Yeah, a lot of things going on. Yeah. And then um, a lot of um, book-related events, as you could imagine, with a library. Okay. So uh, November 20th is our next uh, Mr. Carnegie's Book Club session, and that will be hosted by Mary Theobald. And uh, it's about... Um, a novel of immigrant labor in America. It's called Out of This Furnace by Thomas Bell. Mm-hmm. And it's about ethnic heritage, um, a violent and cruel period in our history, but a superb story. Okay. So that copy, that book is available at the library, free, uh, for you to borrow and participate in the discussion. Okay, and that's November, November 20th? November 20th at 6.30 p.m. Right, okay. Do you have to pre-register to come to that, or you just... Uh, you need to come in and check out your book, and so that pre-registers you. Gotcha. All right, all right. Have you read yeah. the book yet? No, no. I, I'm going to nestle in okay. <laughs> some cold <laughs> Sunday and read it. Hey, it's going to be pretty soon, according to the forecast, so... Yeah. Well. All right, well, good. Yeah. You know, I these uh, discussions... Uh, I've never been one. I mean, do are people pretty open at, on, on them? I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, and there's a, a wide variety of people, and they're all really accepting of each other and well, other viewpoints. I mean, you and I have often talked on this show that we could read the same thing and come up with a total different meaning. Yeah, yeah, and uh, people just. Uh, seem to be really open to understanding other people's uh, points of view and it's really um gratifying to see that yeah they're real supportive of each other and they all take turns leading the book discussions so they're they're really supportive of each other now and and they stick to the topic i've been in book discussions where they meandered but they they're in there to talk about the book there's and nothing that, wrong with me. You can meander a little bit. Just a little bit. As long as you get back on track. Yeah. But The problem is that sometimes they don't. But uh, in this group, they're focused on the book, which I really like. 
Now, when we talk about a book that has such a deep topic, yes, I mean this is not your smile. No, your it's, smiles it's and really serious. And it's yeah. a serious topic. Are those usually the harder ones to discuss? Yeah, they're I, really difficult. I would think so. Yeah, and difficult so. for people to read. Yeah, I mean, or or not only read, but just that belief factor. Like, I can't believe this stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, if you have empathy, then then that it's really disturbing to read those things. I, I, I read a book in college, and I can't remember the name of it. And, and it had to do with pre-World War II mm-hmm. and, and, and Germany and, I mean, the Holocaust. And, I mean, that was a difficult book to read. Yeah. I mean, and for, for somebody, I think I was like 18 or 19, you know, you hear about it, but to really read it. Yeah, it well, really, I mean, mm-hmm. that, we'll get that, what I get to is whatever book you read, there's that wow factor. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's good or bad, it's something that stays with you and that's yeah. probably what these book discussions yeah it draws you into that world right and your own world is suspended for a yeah. while yeah i mean like how could they do this yeah I mean, did this really happen yeah. it's you know you know it's just so well i was telling a kid horrible the other, i was telling a kid the other day that you know when i was in elementary school in the 70s we paddled and they go what i go yeah mm-hmm. principal had a paddle on the ledge on the uh, yeah. window ledge or whatever. That was a preventative measure. Oh, that was. That was like a cop being yeah, out there yeah. for speeding. Uh-huh. That, you would see yeah. that paddle. You didn't want it. Yeah, and you, that was a reminder. Oh, that. and then, of course, I was in an older schoolhouse where the rooms were around, and there was a middle section. And you'd be in class, all of a sudden you hear this whack, whack, <laughs> and you stop. Teacher would stop, everybody would stop. Like, okay. So I just got it. I mean, yeah, I, I remember hearing people paddled in the hallway. Right. And I'm just saying, why are you going this head? Because I'm barbaric. Yeah, because I'm meandering. Because, because it did happen. It happened. Okay. And we it, need to remember it so it, we can be thankful for what we have now. Right. We would and never beware of something like that happening. But back again. then, it was accepted. Yes. So, so anytime you read a book on history, you have to accept it that that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even in our lives, we live like, you know, Wow. It's, yeah, that yeah, it just seems so barbaric. It does. It does. Things we did. So uncivilized. It was. But that was the way it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and I you know, I heard stories in the sixties about segregation. Yeah. You know, I never knew. Mm-mm. You know, I was a kid. I mean, I was a little kid back then. So And you um, hear about it at the Pantheon. Oh, I know it. And 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 I think when we read when we read, this is what makes reading mm-hmm. so great, is you learn and you accept but then there's that part of you that says you're drawn in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it makes you empathize. And with novels, you yeah. can be drawn see, in more with the characters in the book than see, you might be with just a, a history book. See, I could talk to you about this and on the air, but if I read a book, I don't know if I could discuss it with a bunch of people because it's so personal. It's a personal. Yeah, feeling. it's really personal. So yeah, that's like I'm on I'm, these uh, discussions. It, the book does matter. Yes. Okay. How do you know which book? Is it because of the author that's available? Is that? Yeah, they choose the books they want to focus on. And uh, this uh, leader, Mary Theobald, is a librarian, and she lived in Pittsburgh. So she's really familiar with all of those industries and the uh-huh. history of those industries in that area. Okay. And she read the book and said it was really powerful. Really good, good. So she knows that area in which the book is yeah. set. Yeah. Now, see, I'm one of the ones who like to be entertained when I read. 
you know, an escape. An escape. Yeah, you want to escape. But every, every once in a while, you get a book that, especially a biography. It's yeah. like, wow. But that's good. These, that's it. why these book clubs are great. Yeah, or yeah. discussions. Book it discussions. really it it uh, broadens your world. It does, and, and it, you can share that personal experience with other people uh-huh. who also had a personal experience. We talked about cold sassy tree this month, uh-huh. and that was a fun discussion. It's set in the South at the uh, around 1906, mm-hmm. and was, there were a lot of themes to it. Okay, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that heard. was really a fun discussion. I kind of went off topic. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you brought me back. Emily roped me in and got it. Okay, what else is going on? We have uh, Robert McCammon, who was my high school, uh, actually junior high social studies and history teacher. And he wrote a book last year about his family's love for baseball. And they've always loved the Minnesota Twins. And it's a tradition in their family. So he wrote a book, Walter Johnson Had No Idea. And this is a a photo of him in his Uh ID jacket holding his book. He's going to be at the library November 29th from 5.30 to 7.30. And he's going to talk about how he was inspired to write his book and about his multiple generation uh, love for the game of baseball and what it means to all those generations in his family and uh, he'll sell copies of his book. That's uh, November 29th from 5.30 to 7.30. Okay, wow. Wow, a passion. People, yeah. people will write about a passion. Yeah, yeah, so, so there he is. He's, you know, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's really um, happy uh, about publishing the book. And he did a book signing last year at the Sullivan County Public Library. Uh-huh. He lives in Sullivan. Uh-huh. And um, he's, his, um, uh, grandfather surprised him with a Marty Marion Fielder's glove. Okay. How old is he? Um, he's 74 now. Okay. Because the reason I ask is, I feel, feel like I'm talking about my childhood a lot. I grew up in Orlando, Florida, in an Air Force base. Oh, yeah. And spring training would come around. And in our area, it was the Minnesota Twins. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, it's, that's the kind of, when you say Minnesota oh, Twins, yeah. it's like, you know, oh, I he's was, loved it. Too. Yeah. There aren't that many Minnesota Twins well, fans in uh, well, this area. Well, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to say I'm a real fan fan, but growing up, that was a team, you know, I kind of followed because, because you know, of we spring did training, training there. Yeah, you know, and, and met some of the greats. Oh, so you'd go watch them. Yeah. So I would kind of like, oh, I got a toothache. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to the game, Dad. <laughs> Oops, but no, it was great. It was, and and I just think that right there is, you know, I don't know this author, but there's a there's, there's a connection, connection there because it's just something yeah. you grew up with. Yes, but there's somebody who might be connected who's just loves baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you could. I know he'd love to talk to you. Oh wow, so, that's great. That's yeah, great. so. Uh, maybe you can come to his okay. Uh, presentation. Okay. Well, good. Well, anyway, that's a, another author coming. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of authors. There are a so lot of local authors uh, publishing books right now. Really. And Cassie Abel uh, just published a book about her caregiving journey for uh-huh. her mother, and uh, she's going to have a book signing and presentation Saturday, November eighteenth, from ten a.m. to two p.m. Okay. And this is a. There's a photo of Cassie. Okay. And uh, her book is called Our Journey, a true story about caregiving, the good, the bad, and the really ugly. Yeah. And she was her mother's caregiver during the last two years of her mother's battle with ALS. Mm -hmm. It's tough. 
and November is National Caregivers Month. Right, right. So um, we're recognizing it. When is that again? Uh, this is uh, Saturday, November 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay, and she's local, you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, does she still live here? Yes, yeah, she lives in Vincennes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, great. Yeah. All right. She has quite a following. Okay, and does she work in Vincennes? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I have to remember that. Because yeah. it is, you're right. And yeah. Okay, that's on November 18th. Okay. Yeah, November 18th, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the library. Okay. All right, good. Good, what else? Okay, we're going to have a big uh Christmas celebration. We're going to have one this year, and it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay. That's the day we're going to decorate for the holidays, and we have some Celtic Christmas music live, and Santa and Mrs. Claus will be there with photos with families and uh, some refreshments. So that's going to be a special day for us, and that's uh, from the open house is from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Wow. Now, now, they're decorating after Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> I want everybody to realize that now. They're not doing it before. It's okay, so those... <laughs> we got in trouble one time. Yeah. We talked about oh, that. I we decorated the first weekend in November, and people would come in and see us decorating, put their hands on their hips, say, I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> All the stores were decorated, but that was okay. The library was held to a higher standard. Oh. And then someone wrote a letter to the editor oh. and complained that the library board approved this. Oh. <laughs> Well, first of all, I'm surprised I could write. <laughs> Number two is all right. So there you go. They're waiting. So we the, wait. They wait now. All right. Uh, we we give Thanksgiving right. its due. Okay, Scrooges. They waited. All right. Good. Good. You know, it's, it's the little things. Just, it's a, you, just you scratch. You your never head. know what's going to hit an emotional oh, nerve. I just think I'm the one that gets those kind of calls. I mean, no. no. Well, anyway, but oh, that's good. You know, and I'm, I'm excited. You know, and it's funny because. Uh, I, I heard that, I don't know if it's true or not, Walmart's going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day this year. Wow. I mean, see, I mean, we're getting back to Yeah, think, recognizing the importance, importance of family, family on holidays. And yes, yes. And I, okay, wait till wow. Saturday. That's good. You know what I mean? So. Because that, that was huge. Right. And I just think that. Uh, they were getting ready for the day after. After, right. But you know what I mean? But anymore, you know what I mean? What is it? Um, Black Friday, it, it starts weeks beforehand. It starts in July. <laughs> right. So, but anyway, that's good. So, you start cheers in on Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. And this is. So, we'll have some Thanksgiving decor and displays uh, right. to recognize the importance of that holiday. Yeah. Well, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I do too. I love Thanksgiving. I love to see it honored. So, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? This, this day, I just accept anything. You know, you know. When they're, they're, like I said, playing Hallmark yeah, Christmas movies you now. You see the, the Halloween oh, <laughs> decorate, yeah. decor right next to the Christmas yeah. decor. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. It's a head trip. It, it, it is. <laughs> okay. So you got that coming up also. You guys are yeah. busy. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a big month coming up. Right. Yeah. And then we've had these paint classes. They're a phenomenon. You know, I don't know if you know, have heard about those oh, uh, yeah. paint classes for adults. We've had over 350 people since May. That's incredible. In the library on Saturdays doing these paint classes. You can look on our Facebook page and see all these photos of people mm-hmm. working so diligently incredible. on their paintings. And they're really proud of what they do. Oh, sure. Sure. I, they're know, really focused on their work. Yeah. yeah. And, and they create something really beautiful to share. Right. And they're free. And they sell out 
even though <laughs> there's no fee associated with them. They, as soon as we announce them, uh, we ask people to call and make the reservations, and they're they're filled. Yeah. Just almost immediately. Yeah. That's, that's so that brings the library to life on Saturdays. It does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, lots, should, lots of people are there. Sure. On Saturdays now. Okay. Which All we right. love. Yeah. Now you will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. That's yes. We're we open be the day before and the day after, but that's one holiday the library closes okay, for. Okay, just want to get that out now, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready for Halloween? <laughs> we're ready. Yeah. Okay. In fact, uh, from four to five today, we're going to call the fortnightly Fort Frightly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, we're going to have some treats, some Halloween treats for right. people as they gear up for the boo bash. They can uh, have some treats and head right. out for the boo bash. And then stick around tomorrow, you'll see witches on bikes. So <laughs> I mean, it's going to be Halloween City here in Vincennes this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Book sale goes until. Again. Yeah, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. This is a big one. And it's more than just books, folks. Yeah, kitchenwares and then Christmas ornaments in the main library. Yeah, wow. I'm excited this time of year. Oh, me too. It is exciting. It, it is. All right. Yeah. Well, and I'm excited about the authors, too, because yeah. local authors, that's great. So, anyway, if you have any questions, just give me a call to the library. Yeah, give me a call. I'll be happy to answer the questions. You can go to our Facebook page and find more information. We post information every day. And we're always happy to answer questions. All right. Always a pleasure, Emily. Take care Thanks, of yourself. Ed. You too. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, and 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning, Vincennes City Engineer John Sprague. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, anytime you come in, I'm like, okay, what is the latest? You're mm -hmm. like, you know, you're like a newsman. You know, it just, <laughs> what is the latest news? It's changing weekly, isn't it? It is, it is. But you expect it to, don't you? Oh, sure. I mean, in your line of work, when you're doing construction or projects, mm -hmm. you know, the last thing we want to hear is status quo. Really? Right. No. Same old, same, same old. Same old. Okay. So let's, let's start Washington Avenue. I sure. know that there's a, you know, the anticipation is that to be open up, uh, here in the near future, right? Mm -hmm. Where we stand right now? Well, I'm here today to announce that we're going to be opening the road tomorrow morning. So you should be uninhibited for your morning commute tomorrow with the exception of the speed limit. We are going to be maintaining a 20 mile an hour speed, speed limit from Bell Crossing to Bridge 8. Um, and I've already spoken with the police department and they are on board with that and they will be, uh, assisting us with enforcing that safe, that safe speed. Okay. So now you can go through legally, right? Okay. You could go from <laughs> starting tomorrow morning. That means you could go from Niblack to Bell Crossing. Boom. Yep. No stopping you. No stopping. Just uh, slowing slow, down. Slowing down. Yes. <laughs> and that will be enforced. It will. Absolutely. We still have uh, Kearns' crews. They're going to be pouring a lot of concrete for the next 
Uh, probably month. I think the latest schedule that they've revised um, has them finishing up with that phase uh, by the end of November around Thanksgiving. Okay. So, but uh, anyway, the next really major hurdle after this will be in, I said April, then you corrected me, maybe mm-hmm. March, maybe sooner, depending yeah. on the weather, basically, I would think. Yeah, the weather and, and I would say the gumption that, uh, that Kern's Excavating has because they're cleared to uh, close that next section after the first of the year. So oh. it's whenever they um, feel like they're comfortable getting started to where it's going to be productive. And they're well in advance notice, I'm sure. Oh, because, absolutely. Because that's going to be some major adjustments Mm -hmm. okay and just get used to it because that is going to be the the key phrase major adjustments Mm -hmm. i'm using that that's my phrase right okay bookmark it (laughs) whatever quotations no or footnoted or whatever you want to call it sure all right but uh so let's let's paint a picture here john Mm -hmm. all right so now you're gonna the next segment i'm going down niblack to washington avenue Mm -hmm. where does it start from that point on when i take a right on oh, the next phase? Uh-huh. So the next phase, if you're going down Niblack, you will not be able to turn left, You, but you will be able to turn right until maybe later spring. So there... Well, I can't go, why can't I go left? Isn't it complete? It's complete from Bridge 8 to Bell Crossing. Oh, bri- okay. Yeah, so they're going to be working from Bridge 8 to Niblack ah, is the next section. See, I thought Bridge uh, Niblack was where it started. Okay. Yeah. See, all right, I've been learned. I've taught, I've taught a lesson. <laughs> Thank you, teacher. Okay, so okay, so there you go then. Right. So, But you will be able to go right on Niblack on for a while. while. Mm-hmm. For a while. Yeah. Okay, now, so they get that first, that next portion mm-hmm. from Bridge 8 to Niblack to yep. Baird Mobile Homes at the end of that, right yep. in that area. And then I think for a short time, Niblack's going to be a dead end. I so can see that. So we're going to close Niblack. You will still be able to access the park. And the park is going to be in and out on Niblack, and we're going to turn the loop in Greg Park into a clockwise one-way. All right, that's going to be an adjustment there. Correct. That's going yep. to be a major adjustment. Yep. For those who walk there or whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, can you use it for a way? All right, I need to get to Washington Avenue, but I can't take a ride on Niblack. Can I cut across the park? No. No. Because the front entrance will be closed. Closed. Okay. Thank you. See, I think that's the yep. big key right there. Yeah, and that's that's why, because that front entrance is not going to be accessible. So that's why we're going to maintain the Niblack entrance and exit and then turn everything into a clockwise one way. All right, so there you go. There you go, then. Yeah, because once, once we close, the end of Niblack basically becomes a dead end. We're going to have it closed from Bridge 8 all the way to Emerson. To Emerson. Yeah. Help me out. Where's Emerson? Um, Is that beyond the school? Is that the first? Just, yeah, it's the first street beyond after the school. The school. Right, yeah. right. So and then all of the heights, Old Orchard, Audubon, Barnett, Burnett, uh, and McKinley, uh, McKinney, McKinley. Uh, what about? McDowell. McDowell. <laughs> McDowell. That's McDowell. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've been thinking. Yeah. Okay, McDowell. Those will all be um, dead ends. Because there's other there's other routes to get around further up the hill and going into so, town to get out to Washington now. So if I live on Old Orchard Place mm-hmm. and this is underway, I'm gonna have to go backside to get around. Correct. But yep. but your roads, believe me, I'm, I'm I live around in that area. So yeah, I mean I mean there are okay. Yeah, Ridgeway cuts over all the way to. Uh, 
I think McKinley. Mm-hmm. That's how I get them mixed up. Well, so. well you, you could go to McKinley and go over. There's mm-hmm. a road there that goes beyond. That's what yeah. I think. More, most people go McKinley and left. Right. That's, you know, because I live in that area. So right. that's the way sure. I'd go. That's the way I'd go. Yeah. So, all right. I'm not saying I'd go the right direction, but that would be the easiest one. And I, and I know that's a through. Uh, you can go through. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Okay. Yeah, and it's, so this this next two phases is going to be a lot easier to seal off the project. We won't have near as much local traffic. Um, everybody from Bridge Eight will will seal it off at the bridge. Everybody in the zone right now that we're opening tomorrow, everybody will just go to Bell Crossing all the time. So it'll be consistent. It'll be regular, um, and because we have a whole lot less local traffic, we have to deal with on the next two sections. All right. So again, everybody paint the picture now how it is. This is after we've done bridge, the, the segment from uh, Niblock to Bridge 8. When that's done, then we move into the next one, mm-hmm. which will be closing that. You mentioned Niblock would be a dead end. Right. So that whole section will be closed up to Emerson. Correct. Okay, all right. There you go. Yep, including the front entrance to Greg Park. Okay, what about the entrance to the school? So we have special provisions in the contract for those entrances. They will still be using those entrances. The buses will still have access. We'll still have special consideration for when we get back around to football season. Um, we, we talk regularly with the school, with the transportation director. Um, those two driveways will be done in a manner that it will be able to maintain ingress and egress for the school. All right, right. So there will be a way. Mm-hmm. There's a way. Football seems to be interesting. Yeah. And that'll be a very interesting. Yeah. Well, we dealt with it this year. We had uh, we had several utility cuts and right. a lot of utility work in that area during football season. And yeah. uh, we coordinated with those with those entities and we got done what we needed to get done. Yeah. Might be. Well, no, you still probably still park at Greg Park in there in that area. So, yeah, I think that'll still that'll still work out. Like I said, it'll just be a clockwise loop one-way loop right. instead of two ways i know I'm, I'm jumping ahead but i just want people to understand what's coming up mm-hmm. okay and because there are some major you know there's a lot of people live in the heights yeah sure that, i mean that's a big area mm-hmm. so uh anything and you'll for, get a you'll get a good taste of what it's going to look like by looking at the section we're opening tomorrow okay yeah okay we still yeah. don't have lights up yet but um the paving's done all the markings are in and just uh, more driveways and sidewalk I'm not trying to scare people. I mean, I'm mm. just trying to be honest. But if you really want more detail, I'm sure you could go to the your app. It'd be, yep. There'll be more details on what you can and can't do. Basically, if you live in the Heights, get to know St. Clair. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the best way. Just, sure. That's going to be your go-to road. Yeah. So, and I think you'll be able, like I said, you'll be able to no, cut no, Ridgeway over no, I'm sorry. to... I'm sorry, McKinley. McKinley, yeah. McKinley, not St. Clair. My, my bad. I live yeah. there. No. McKinley to Ridgeway, I think, would be... Yeah. The best route. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. All right. But anyway, it's called progress. Yeah, absolutely. Now, John, I mean, I had this conversation years and years and years ago about Second Street. You know, every, mm-hmm. you know, there's always something on Second Street to change. Always something, you know, and. Look at it now. Mm-hmm. We don't even think about it. The only, right. the only people think about it are people like me who want to talk about it. Because <laughs> I, I remember it, but anymore, it's one of the nicest roads we have. Right. You know, then you look at Main Street. You got, you got some uh, proof here that you guys know what you're doing. Right. I appreciate that. All right. So mm-hmm. anyway, people, patience. Patience. Yep. That's the whole word. You know, this type of year, I always say shop local. 
I'm going to have, I'm going to say shop local dash patience. <laughs> it's going to be the new phrase here on the That'll show. That'll work. There, that will work. But anyway, once again, repeating, John says it will be open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tomorrow morning we'll, we'll pull barricades and your morning commute will, uh, uh, be on some nice new smooth asphalt. But again, why do we have the speed limit? Because people, because there are workers still out there, right? Uh, exactly right. We still have um, several guys uh, on the concrete crew. They're pouring driveways. They're pouring sidewalks. Uh, there will be occasional flagging as well. Um, we just uh, were in the we're processing a change order right now for some of that flagging because it wasn't in the contract originally. Um, but uh, especially when the concrete truck shows up for that. 20 30 40 minutes that he's pouring out into a driveway or or a uh, sidewalk there will be flagging because that that concrete truck is going to be out on the road and we don't want cars squeezing past each other so um, another justification for the speed limit is that way when these flaggers come out you'll be going slow enough you'll see them and you can be able to stop and and do what they're uh, indicating you need to do okay let's take a break we'll have more after this on waov Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV. Vincent City Engineer John Sprague, our guest this segment. We were just talking about the uh, next phase, how uh, a lot of the uh, Heights area is going to be affected. And uh, we're, we're sitting here talking about paths to go around. Okay, now we really... Got one of them mixed up. We got... We, 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 that's natural. I mean, I lived for... <laughs> how many years I lived in this town? It's like... Right. Okay, let's, let's go over it again. What would yeah. be the best way? So the best way to, to get out of the Heights is going to be Ridge Road over to McDowell. And then if you want, you can take Wheeler over to McKinley. Right. And I think that's going to be McKinley to Wheeler is going to get you over to the Heights. Um, Or if you're going to the other side of town, you can cut down McDowell to Forbes and cut over to Wabash slash St. Clair. Right, right. So, yeah, I was saying Ridgeway, but I meant Ridge. Ridge. Yeah. Well, and then we have two separate areas of Ridgeway. So, right. You know, it's, it's a little, but we know what you mean. But there will be ways. Bottom line is there will be ways, and you have to think about it. Don't worry about it until after the first of the year. Yeah, we've got a few months. We've got a few months yet. And believe me. A few me, months of respite without Washington Avenue construction. Yeah, and we're going to hammer it home so much next year yeah <laughs> we have to we have to but anyway okay all right uh some other work going on uh well we um well i want to announce um i got an email today that csx is going to be closing 13th street uh the crossing at 13th street between um barnett and uh church uh over on that side of town um they did not give me a duration they did not give me a scope of work they just said hey we're closing this road so Oh. You, I'm passing on all the information I have. Okay, now, does that surprise you? Um, no, so it, no, it really no, doesn't. No, it doesn't surprise you. It's CSX. Right. I mean, and I, you know what? I, I'm really starting to like them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand they have a business, and they have they have 
stuff they got to do. Yeah. You know, and they're not very considerate. I mean, honestly, but they have a job to do and they go out and they do a good job. Yeah. That's why I look at it. So they're going to tell you what they're going to do and we're going to say, mm-hmm. okay. We, and I will say that the last several years under Mayor Yoakum's administration, we've reached out to CSX as much as we can. And I would say the relationship that we have is the best it's been in good in decades just because, um, well, like that, we got an email notification. Usually I do have more information than that and I'll follow up and I will get that information. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I just got that email this morning um, so I can follow up. They have a subcontractor that manages their, their signs and barricades and they're the ones that reach out to us. As, lo- as soon as they get a notification, they notify me. Um, right. So we look, I think, it has gotten a lot better. I think the um, Niblack project brought us closer together. How, yeah. we, how we worked with that. Yeah, Segna Niblack, and um, when they came through and they replaced a rail, I think, two years ago, and they went through and uh, literally almost every crossing in town mm-hmm. they had to cut out, and they worked with me and, and the mayor's office in coordinating which ones to do first, which ones to leave open, which ones were critical crossings. Mm-hmm. You know, don't close these two at the same time. So... Um, that was a big step forward, too, is working on that project. And the other thing is they did that very rapidly. It wasn't a very slow process. Right. They, they really did work. So, again, I'm on the, I'm on the positive side of CSX. Mm-hmm. It's not always been that way, but, but they have. Right. And you're right. In the last couple of years, they've been pretty good. And yeah. um, they'll come in, they'll do their job, and they'll leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then the other part that's difficult is it always seems that uh, about every two years they get a new track master. Um, so I have no idea what that means. Right. So, I mean, it's just like you have your levels of leadership in management and things like that. They have the same thing here too. And, um, the track master is responsible and I don't even know all of those responsibilities, but I know if there's a crossing or a project coming through this pe- section of town, uh, that's the number I call. Okay. And there's one for each track. There's a track master for the North South. And then there's a track master for the East West leg too. So, um, yeah, like I said, I usually get a, uh, when those big projects come through, we coordinate it with the track master. Okay, great. All right. So there you go. Thank mm-hmm. you for that information. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, we are expecting um, an announcement on Friday, November 3rd, from NDOT for the Community Crossings Matching Grant. We're hoping, um, at least that's the rumor, nothing confirmed, nothing announced, just uh, we're eagerly uh, hopeful for maybe an announcement later this week of our uh, CCMG award. And just to remind everybody, we applied for uh, Hart Street from 15th Street out to the end of that section just past the high school. Um, uh, I think my estimate was around $1.2 million for that. Uh, That includes um, a new surface, milling and resurfacing, um, and then also uh, putting back the loop detectors and repairing some of the loop detectors through there. Uh, for example, at 15th Street, we just, um, that signal has been pre-timed for, I think, as long as I've been here. And what that means is that it's on the same cycle. Every 30 seconds or 45 seconds, it rotates from green on 15th to green on heart. So um, this project will come through and uh, we'll put new loop detectors in. We'll adjust the timing so that if there's no call on 15th or 15th and a half, then it'll maintain green on Heart Street. So, um, same thing, new loops at 
veterans, Kimmel, um, things like that. So, so yeah, big project. We're, we're hopeful that we get that funded. Okay. And, um, it is a big project. It is. It yeah. is. I think, yeah, it is. You know, we did a lot of paving this year. Maybe people aren't aware of it, but we did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are you looking for more paving next year? Uh, yeah. I mean, every at least one of the two calls we apply for uh, for paving for paving projects um, with CCMG. So um, I forget our total. I think in the last uh, ten years, I think we've paved eighteen miles of road. Um, I recently added all those up. Yeah, it is. It's eye opening and. Um, I think when you so we have we have a hundred and a hundred and sixteen um, centerline miles in Vincennes, and we paved eighteen in the last uh, I guess it's eleven and a half to almost twelve years, um, which I forget the percentage. I think it's uh, close to like twelve or thirteen percent of every road in Vincennes has been resurfaced. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's quite. It's. It's quite a bit. When when you sit down and add it all up, it's a lot. Now, somebody out there saying, come do my road. It's terrible. Come do my... I mean, everybody's road's terrible. Right. That's what they say. Okay. <laughs> you know, I can sit there and say, there's a dip in my road. When you going to come fix it? But you have to look at... There's a lot of things that go into consideration what roads get there top is. priority. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and it's... Everybody says, well, you know so-and-so. You can tell it. No, 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 no. They have a system. Yeah. Okay. You just got to live that system. And if you look, if you look at a map showing all where we paved, it is completely matted across all of Vincennes. And it's, it does require the most traveled roads. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's. That's, that is a big factor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, that's, that's a lot of roads you've done. Yeah. That's a lot of roads. Mm -hmm. A lot of roads to be done. Right. Okay. All right. But and the CCMG is going a long way towards helping that because, I mean, like I said, we're, we're at 50-50. Um, is that a state grant? It is, okay, yeah. Right. Community Crossings Matching Grant. Um, I believe it was uh, 2016 was the first year that um, they started that program. It was, uh, I think it's funded from the gas tax that they passed about that same time. Uh, it is incredibly popular. I think they, I think they give out between 100 and $150 million every year for cities towns and counties uh for their various matches if you want your roads done that's where you go oh absolutely yeah we we don't we don't do a paving contract unless it's ccmg if there's if there's a need that pops up we put it in the next application because it makes no sense to pay 100 percent per year paving when twice a year you have applications and you can apply and get half of it reimbursed sure wow it's terrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's good news. I mean, I think we'll get it on Friday. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, hope so. I, oh, I think so. We're on a roll. We're, we're, <laughs> on, we're on a roll. Just just come look at our main street, which, by the way, I drove the other day for the first time in a couple of weeks. Great. Oh, it is. It's marvelous. Good. You know, I mean, it's, it's slick. Yeah. We do have a couple lights on the first phase. Um, I think there's three around the Kimmel Road intersection. Um uh, the lighting, the lighting subcontractor we're using, he thinks it was struck by lightning, um, and and we lost three components out of those lights. So there's three lights that, not, that aren't working. There may be more that aren't on right now, um, but we have those repairs coming. Uh, the lead times on electrical, I know I've hit on this before. The lead times on on the electrical industry are are staggering. They're mind boggling. Um, we ordered the lights for Washington Avenue. 
uh, I think in May. Okay. And I think we may have most of the parts in now, but I, I still don't know if we do. I don't know if they're going to be up soon or not, but months. Oh, yeah. Months of lead time. Yeah. It's slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's slow, but it, but it's understandable. I mean, this yeah. is the way it is. Transformers. Um, I think we have two we have two subdivisions in town that are waiting on a transformer. I know uh, Thompson Drive, the DC development, they're waiting on an electrical transformer. And Duke told them, uh, "We'll let you know. Oh. <laughs> it could be it could be months. It could be. I mean, I, it will be months. Uh, but you could even be <laughs> flirting with a year. I mean." They don't know. So mm-hmm. as soon as they get one, then I think we have another subdivision in the town that's waiting on a transformer. Right, right. Wow. A lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of good things going on. Now, this is stuff you can do in the wintertime, too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. We can pour concrete, sidewalk. We can put up lights in the wintertime. Sure. You don't want to, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's modifications you have to make to the concrete. You got to use hot water. There's admixtures. Um, if it drops too much below freezing, you have to use thermal blankets on the subgrade before you pour, and then you have to put them on after you pour. So um, there's a little more. It's it's a lot more hassle, but it's it's definitely doable. Okay. Once again, the big news is tomorrow mm-hmm. sometime in the morning, right? Tomorrow for your morning commute, no matter when it is, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, you're going to be able to get through Washington Avenue. There you go. Speed limit wise, though. 20 miles an hour. 20 miles an hour. And it will be enforced. It will. All righty. The bearer of good news on a Monday. <laughs> we appreciate everybody's patience. We know it was a headache, especially those local residents, uh, the golf course, Kelso's, Forest Hills Drive. Um, there's several businesses through there. Greatly, greatly appreciative of your patience. All righty. Thanks, John. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.